Welcome along, I'm Alan Williams and this is the Alan Williams Podcast. Hey there, hope you're all doing well. Episode 142 of the podcast is going to be part two of a conversation I recorded with Joey and Doe. If you haven't heard part one, it went out in the previous episode. So if you want to jump back to that one first, no problem at all. This is part two. Sit back, relax and enjoy. So talk to me then about the World Cup when you actually get there. What's that experience like? I don't really have a big experience. My, my, I would say, fun memory is before that. Uh, when I have to play against uh, Netherlands, that was my first, I would say, official game because that was the last friendly game we had before the, the list. And uh, that game, we were playing against, I don't know if you still remember it, Patrick Kluivert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Edgar Davis, Seedorf, uh, yeah, yeah. Overmass, Seriously. all those guys. Seriously. You know, and can you guess who I was marking that day? Where were you playing? Uh, wing back. Right side? Yeah. Overmars. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just saying, I can't believe I'm going to play oh, against Overmars. Look at them. Look, look, people. <laughs> You know, he was probably at Arsenal at that time. Yeah. They won the double in 90s, yeah. yeah. And I was cheering up every week. And then now he's in front of me, you know. And then, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, we, we, we played in, I don't know how they call that. Is it Alem? Um, I don't remember the name of the city. But they have one of the most beautiful stadiums I play. Yeah. Cover Stadium. When you come, when you come... Uh, from the grace room, you have to take the stair to go in the stadium, to go in the, on the pitch. But then, you know, every time you take, the, you, you take the first stair you take, you don't see the pitch. But when you're going up, and then suddenly your eyes go oh, same okay. level as the pitch. It's just, the view is amazing. <laughs> you know? Class. Yo, I'm telling you now. Was this your debut for Cameroon? Had you played for them before this? No, it was so my first game. So literally before the World Cups, your first yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was calling up in every time in the training camp, but I never played any game. I never played, even the friendly game, I never played. Wow. So, uh, in the warm-up, every time you warm-up, you hear uh, uh, the fan cheer. Whoa! So, what's going on is that they have those two big screens. Mm. And during your warm-up, they keep putting all the goals those guys are scored in that stadium. <laughs> so every time you every time you heard Huey, what's happened? You look at you see Clifford Bam <laughs> Like they are doing everything. <laughs> Take to, every advantage. No, no. They, uh, they, they, they try to demoralize you completely. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But that day I just I just told uh, over mass that uh, in my heart I just say you know what man I really love you but today sorry it's you have no day. chance it's because that's my only chance not to convince the manager because I already did but mm. to convince my teammate mm. because they saw me in training now they want to see me in the situation where I have to show them that I'm capable of handling it yeah. you know 
for a guy that's not used to playing fullback to go in against Overmars in your debut? No, because I didn't even think of uh, as a fullback. And that's, I understand what the manager think. Uh, for me, was I play as a playmaker. Mm. Now, I had that ability because when I was younger, I used to play every position. So I've learned how to play different positions. Mm. Now, uh, I, I had a little bit of lacking tactically defending because you know you are not you are not playing there every week so yeah, of course you're going to lack of something but when people communicate to you it starts to be easy Overmars didn't pass once really everything he, he, he can do I knew before he do it because I almost do the same mm. so his body shape I knew he's going to go left he's going to go right they, they, he was look at me say this kid who, who is it <laughs> you know even once he couldn't. Wow. I, I can count during the 45 minutes, he, he got the ball the first five minutes. After that, he couldn't have the ball. They took him off in halftime. He just said <laughs> that. And the thing is, defensively, he was working so hard. Because... Because you were bombing forward. And I have... Because the, the player knew me. And they knew that I'm a playmaker. Mm. So even near our box, they were giving me the ball. Because they knew that he cannot, he cannot lose it. Is there, so, no, is there no part of your mind that's going, <laughs> I could get caught up here and Overmars is gone on the other way? No, that's the thing. Not even, I didn't even think twice about the Overmars. When they give me the ball, I, me, I just saw so the option behind Overmars. Mm. And I said, okay, I, I can get there by a pass, a one-two, or... I just flick the ball over his head and then continue, you know? <laughs> oh, man. And, and that's the thing. Overmars was surprised because he never played against a football like that. Most of the time, the football will play against him. They don't want to do anything with the ball because they they're, were scared. They're afraid of him, yeah. 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 So, and you see that young guy, he didn't even know the name. And the guy gribbled him all the time. He was saying, what's, what's him? What, what? You know? And... I was just saying that, hey, you're going to mess around on the left side. Because on the right side here, here's my office. You're getting nothing. No, no, no. <laughs> you're getting nothing here. Oh, man. Well, that obviously cemented your place then. For the, oh, yeah. For the straight away. Straight straight away. Because after that, halftime, they bought another one. It lasts just 20 minutes. And then they bought another one. Like, the manager was just scrapping and say, who's this guy? Like, <laughs> I never kicked the ball forward. Every ball, boom, I was just screaming. <laughs> oh, like, he said, but did I put winger or did I put defender? Because no one can handle the, the kid, mm. you know? But after that, you can see the respect in my senior player's eyes. Like, and that's the thing. As much as you have to earn manager respect, but first and foremost, you have to earn your teammate respect. They and are there the some one. Really good players on that team, wasn't there? Yeah, they are the one who are gonna give you the ball. If they don't respect you, they will not give you the ball. And I earn that respect. Yeah. You know. So then we get into a national uh, in the in the World Cup. The organization it was just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Like you you are creating like a royalty. But to be fair, I'm telling you now, that wasn't even my business. For me, it was just playing football. Mm. Like, it's, I would say it's 10 years later, 
that I say, wow, it was a World Cup. But during the World Cup, it wasn't my business. My business was, I want to play against Brazil. I want, because one of my dreams was to play against Roberto Carlos. That was, I, I want to go against him, you know. So being the World Cup wasn't enough. For me, it was just a competition. Mm. And that's why I was able to argue with the manager about my position. Yeah, yeah. Because for me, it was just a competition. I say, hey, I want to do something on that competition. I want to enjoy myself. I want to give joy to people. So it just later that I saw the experience of World Cup. I say, wow, that, that was unique to be there. When you're in the middle of it, you're just so focused on the football. Oh, you don't, you don't even see what's going on. Mm. You, don't, you don't even see, like, there, there is no one who's going to tell you that, oh, uh, I went to the World Cup and then the shopping was great, you know, uh, the day <laughs> off were fantastic. No. Like, what about, oh, we didn't do well. We just played three games. Oh, you know, we could have done better. Do you understand? Mm, yeah. Because no one really care about the shopping. No one really care about what's going on. Everyone wants to do something good. Who did you guys play in that tournament? Italy, uh, Italy anyway. uh, Austria, and Chile. Italy has some, some experience. Oh, there is Maldini. a clip of yourself with Maldini, Maldini somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maldini. Joey, oh. messing with Maldini, come on. Oh, no, 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 I, I didn't, I didn't. He's the one who messed with me. Really? Me, I didn't. You know, like, like I say, I didn't start the fight, but I ended it. <laughs> <He's>, uh... <laughs> oh, what a player what a Oh, Maldini yeah, No It was in that time You have Maldini and Roberto Carlos Best left back in the world You can really still two, say the that The two, two best left back in the world Was those two guys And to go against one And uh, I don't know how we lost that game To be fair Because it was one of the easy games we had. Yeah. When you play against Oskria, our first game, Oskria are going to come at us the harder. Position. Yeah. You know? And then we're going to answer harder. Because for Oskria, they think that we have a chance to win this game mm. more than we have a chance to win against Italy. Yes, yeah. But for Cameroon, we think that Same we thing. have more chance to win against Italy than to win against Austria. Why? Because Italy will think that normally we should win against Cameroon. And that is where we are dangerous. When you think normally we should win. And if you see the last World Cup with Brazil, mm. where everyone thought that Brazil... And I keep saying, no, yeah. we're going to beat Brazil. Yeah. Because I know how we think. 100%. When, you, you said that to me the day before. Yeah. I remember you were going up to Dublin and you said to me the day before, we're going to win tomorrow. Yeah. And Brazil. And we were kind of laughing, but I was going, I think you called because we're already through. But you are going, yeah, no, we went three or four nil. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if you went three or four nil. But you did say to me, like you said, yeah. we'll win tomorrow. And I know be, be, and you, were, you had that conviction. Like, no, because the, the way we think when there is, uh, when the game were out, a Camunian we think, the first game we're going to win is Brazil. That's why I wanted our first game being Brazil. Because if our first game were Brazil, we will win against uh, Switzerland. We will win um, against uh, Croatia, I think. It was Croatia, if I, don't, if I don't mistake it. So our first game, if our first game is the toughest game, it's going to be easier for us. 
But because we have Brazil, the last game, and that was a mistake. Because everyone was focused on Brazil, ah, not yeah, the yeah, others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I felt Brazil would be easy because to play against Maldini, Roberto Baggio, in that time, who were one of the best playmakers, mm. we don't need motivation. Their names is our motivation course, to say, yeah. today we're going to see. Yeah. We go back to my first game against Overmars. Overmars were my motivation yeah. to say, you're my ticket yeah. to the World Cup. And you will not mess around here. I think you should change. Go on the <laughs> on the right because here. Go on the left because here <laughs> you have no chance. You're getting no, 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 no. Sorry, I love you. I have to say it. But today I love myself more. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. So good, man. So good. So, <laughs> and then when we went against Italy, that's why I say I, I still can't understand how we lost it because. Our passing was more easier than our first game. Because you have to understand, most of the time, the big players, they don't make too much effort. Especially when they know we're going to win anyway. So, we pass the ball better. Yeah. And then that action with Maldini, where he tried to uh, squeeze me. Uh, I said, man, I thought we were in peace. <laughs> Now you start, okay, Came on. I, I, have to, I have to bring something out of my uh, Kriegs bag because I felt that, but the guy, I felt, I felt his arm there. You know, because I've done the skill, I've done that skill. And it's funny because that skill is the skill we used to do with my friend. Even my friend was doing it. Like, you have to take the ball. The ball has to go from the inside of your foot to the outside of your foot. But you have to lift the ball a little bit and then bring inside and outside the foot in a split second. Mm. You know? So for us, it was just fun. You just take the ball, pop up. Yeah, yeah. Um, pop up, gone. So it wasn't too much like, uh, and we were just playing all the time. But on that situation, when I saw Maldini, that was the only thing I can do to pass him by. You cannot add on him. <laughs> Screen wise, you have no chance. So, and when I done it, the guy pushed me out of the pitch. So I have to go around. He <laughs> <laughs> just tell you that. Even when you beat him, the guy doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't give up. He put his arm and he started pushing me out. <laughs> he was, he was off balance. But even off balance, he said, you know what? I will not let you go easy. He pushed me. I have to go outside the pitch, make a big round like a bus, yeah, yeah. and then cross the ball. Oh, and I can see his father because his father was a manager. Mm. His father just look at me, shake his head, and say, "No one, no one ever done it to my son." <laughs> they have no. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. Amazing, but we have to look back on memories like that, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's, it's I, I think that that's something I didn't know that time. That those memory. Those memories were not for me. Because now I can share to a player. I've been there. It's not like uh, I end up uh, in the world at 20 something. No. I, I went through the process uh, to be in this world. You just the you don't have a choice. We all go through the process. Uh, 
The first process is that you come in this world by crying or singing. It depends. That's the first one. Like it or not, you go through that. It's just... Uh, <laughs> and then someone has to take care of you. Then, after someone takes care of you, you start to understand or try to understand how this, wor this world works. Uh, how you're going to fit in and um, what you, you can bring to the world. And the next phase will be how can you bring everything you want to bring in the world in the same time living with the people who are in this world. And sometimes that is where we get lost. Because it's easier for us to function by, I would say, by ourselves. Mm. But then we don't have the whole expertise to do it. And that's something I love the most because we, I think we are incomplete and we need other people's expertise. I'm good on what I'm doing. I would even say I'm great on what I'm doing. And when it comes to uh, screening coach, performance coach, I have, I would say, a snipping on what the player can do or what he needs to do. But I'm not an expert. I need someone. And that's I, I felt so refreshing that I don't have the full knowledge because I need people. Yes. If I had the full knowledge, I wouldn't need anybody. Yes, and that would be very sad. Like, <laughs> you, you'll be lonely. Yeah. Because in some point you're gonna feel happy. I can do everything by myself. I can build. I can be a breeder. I can be uh, a genius um, IT. I can. But then you you cannot entertain with anybody. Mm. You know, it, it's a little bit like you are playing football, and then at the same time you are watching yourself play. It doesn't make sense because you have to choose one. <laughs> Man. You know, <laughs> but I, I just like when you look back at the end of your career, and like I do often say to the lads, like, like Joey won the African Nation, Salah's never won the African Nation, so <laughs> never, you know? never, like, never. It's, it's it, still, it's still a, a puppy when it comes to African Nation. Oh, yes, that's a phenomenal. <laughs> I'm a top dog, I'm a top dog on that one. Sorry, oh, yes. Salah, Sorry, I'm, Salah. I'm, I'm a top dog on that one. Place. Um, <laughs> but like, even some of the players you played with, like Eto, um, yeah, Jeremy, Ford, yeah, you played four years, old, yeah. 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 How how did his passing actually impact you? Or would you have been close to him? Oh, he was my big brother. Really? Since in Cameroon. Remember the first time I told you I left in Cameroon? Mm. He was playing in that team. Okay. So I knew him since I was, I don't know, 17, 18. Okay. So uh, I was training with him before he became professional. And... When I start in, we, we get really close in 1998 during the preparation of the World Cup. We get really close. And uh, listen, it's, it's funny how life works because I remember one of the conversations we had uh, before the 2002 World Cup. It was like in a few years' time, we all gonna retire. And um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go stay in one of the village in Cameroon, and we're gonna relax there every day, just uh, drinking palm palm wine. 
eating, nice. drinking, pine wine. <laughs> just relax there, relax our body, and just having great times. And then something happened. Uh, and when it happened, I was in China. I spoke, I, I've spoke to him two days before it happened. Like, we have a child, how's, how's that, everything. We really, like, it was always enjoyable to talk together, you know. Um, he was a great mentor, a great advisor, because even for my contract, he helped me uh, to understand how contract works and things like that. Uh, so, our last conversation was, okay, listen, pal, uh, I call you the next day after the game. He said, yes, okay. So I got a phone call that, that day because the game we were playing, it was 3 a.m. in China. And I had training the next day. So I say, you know what? Uh, I will not watch the game. I'm going to watch the game the next day. So, at, uh, um, no, the game we were playing at, at, at 1 a.m. or half 1 a.m. And I was too tired. So I went to bed and 3 a.m. China time. My phone rang. It was my brother-in-law. We say, have you watched it? Have you watched it? I say, watch it what? Marco is dead. Because I was calling him Marco. He was calling Mark Vivian Fouet. Hmm. But I was calling him Marco. He said, Marco is dead. Marco is dead. I said, no, you are joking. No, I'm telling you now. I say, what? So I didn't even think of going on TV. I went in the um, in internet. I saw Marco is dead. My first thing is to call his phone. That's the first thing. Hey, so ringing, ringing, nothing, ringing, nothing. And he goes to his voicemail. I heard his voice. I say, oh, okay, okay. I think there's maybe a chance. Uh, because for me, I thought that because you are dead, your voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Logical thinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing. <laughs> I thought that the the, the voicemails has to follow. Yes, <laughs> you cannot few flaws in that theory. No, no, no. no. You, you cannot just you cannot just go and leave your voicemail. Leave your voicemail. No, no, no. He has to follow. So I heard his voice, and I say, "Oh, it's still a chance. It's still a chance. It's still a chance." And when I called, maybe after three times, I got his wife, and then I knew. It's true. It's done. It's done. Was it a sad moment? Um, not really, because like like I told you at, the, at first, is I know that uh, I'm gonna go one day, but I still have the I would say the liability or the opportunity to choose the way I want to go. Do I want to go happier or not? You know, I, I cannot choose where and when, mm. but I can choose how. Yeah. You know, I can choose to go uh, by with a lot of love in my heart or with a lot of hate. It it, it, so it's not depend on someone what the person gonna do to me. Yeah. It depends of how I want to go. You know, and. It was very difficult for me to play after that. Like the next day I went in training, I remember I stand on the pitch and I couldn't run. 
Like I couldn't. Like it was just. It's, I say. But something made me start to. It took me. To be fair, it took me around two weeks. Okay. Really difficult. It took me around two weeks to to get over it. I, I didn't question. I didn't question God why it happens. Because in my experience, I don't waste my time questioning him. Uh, he's doing what he felt fit. In my faith, he's doing what he felt fit. I don't need to understand him. I try, mm. and then it was too much for me. I said, you know what? Hey, you don't think that I don't understand. You, you brought me from uh, uh, Cameroon League to the World Cup. So if you don't need the other stuff as well, who doesn't go in the way I think, I think I have to keep quiet. So... But it's just the notion that the way he went, you know, uh, in front, not in front of everyone, but in front of his parents. Because when, when I, I spoke to his wife, she was telling me that the mother was there. And when they carry him out of the pitch, the mother say, my son is dead oh, no. because she's a nurse. And when they carry him, his arm just fall down okay. out of the of the the, the stretcher. The stretcher, and the mother says, "It's done. That's it." Okay. So everything they were doing after it was just to appease people that we still have a chance. But the mother knew. She knew. You know, and it's that one of the hardest thing in the world that a parents gonna bury a child, because the natural way is we have to bury our parents. And when it happens, the way it happens in front of million people is even, it's even difficult. Till now, the parent, they still cannot cope with, uh, with it. Imagine. It's, it's, it's very difficult for them. Very difficult. The wife, same. Oh, she cannot have a life anymore. Like, it just, uh, everything going to always... You're going to remember that, you know. And the club gave me, because I wanted to go in France, but the club said no. We had a game. <laughs> we had a game in two weeks. We can give you a break. Stay home. But you have to play that game even if you don't train. <laughs> oh, so I couldn't, I couldn't go and... Of course, the one of my strengths is that I can turn anything bad, anything serious, into into laugh. That's one of my strengths, and my dad always told me that's the best gift I have. Mm. It's not football, it's not love. It's that I can take anything so bad and turn it into something I would say uh, laughable. And I one of the or the voice message. Like the voice message. But I didn't do that one. I didn't do... I didn't, I didn't really mean it. It just happened. <laughs> it just like, happens. It just comes Because you, you just want to hear the voice <laughs> okay, again. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, after two weeks, I start to laugh. Why? Because I remember one of our conversation. He asked me a question. He said, Hey, Joe, why every time when people die, they have empty stomach? <laughs> oh, and that's exactly what happened to him. You oh know? man! 
and I was just thinking that hey, hey, hey pal, that's exactly what what happened. There you go, buddy. I think uh, now you have your answer. There you go. Uh, yeah, well, look, this is this is it. You have to be able to kind of just take something out of it, and and like as you say, take something that's really negative and be able to have a laugh as well. Like yeah, know? I always like I told my player everything. When you look at things, everything may help you to achieve something. Mm. It doesn't matter how bad it is. If you look to another angle, it may help you. One of the examples I always I, I take is about the Taliban. When it happened that they came back in Afghanistan. And I asked them, what do you think about it? And they start telling me how bad it is, how this, how that, how that. And I say, yeah, but you're looking at everyone else. Remove that, they are bad. Remove that what they are doing, did this, or remove that. Do you know how much you have to be focused and patient to wait 10 years to come back? I say, remove all the bad things. Mm. But do you know how much you have to be focused to say, it doesn't matter, I'm going to train harder, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to be patient. It can last 50 years. We will chase those Americans out. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. Mm. And I say, the problem we have is that we, that's why we don't know the kind of strength they have. Because we don't understand how much it takes. If you want to have a career, things going to happen in your life that you're going to have to be patient to sort them out. In the same time, focus on your goal. So when things happen in the world, it's good to have that uh, overview like anybody else. But you have to look behind. What can I learn from it? Because just criticize will not help you in terms of where you want to go. You always have to see, okay... This guy is bad, but what did he have to make him uh, be able to put his weakness out? He has something, yeah. and that thing is what? Patient and focus. <laughs> but when it comes to, you want to do something good for the community. You want, because what you try to do now, if you achieve it, do you know how many young people in Sligo will follow your footsteps? Do you know how many families are going to be higher up because of what you are doing? So what you are doing now, you think you are doing that for yourself, but no. Because behind you and off you, a lot of people are going to make a living. Your family is going to make a living. Your friends, because you're going to give people business. You're going to give yeah. people job. Who They're going to give others and they're going to give others. Yeah. So behind your struggle behind your desire to achieve something, a whole community going to live yep. behind it. Yep. So, why you cannot be patient and focused to give joy to so many people? Mm. And like even I think back to the period of success that Rovers had from like maybe 2009 to 12-ish. Yeah. Like, the community was just lifted so much, wasn't it? Like everybody was on such a high. It was just an incredible. You know time. that that that's why that's why it, it break my heart sometimes. Really, I have to say, it break my heart sometimes when I see what's going on in Sligo Rovers, because 
I do believe that uh, inside the club, people don't know exactly what Sligo Rovers represent for this town, for the people. Yep. They don't have a clue. Uh, for some of them, it's just, it's just business or it's hobby or it's passion. But I always felt it's more than that. Uh, for me, Sligo Rovers is the light of Sligo Town. It's the light. That's why when even you see where the showground is, it's in the center. Mm. So when the lights goes up in the showground, when the joy go out of the showground, it just go through the town. Bang, everything is lively. Yep. People are, business are booming. People are more friendly. Yep. Everything change. When there is some kind of cloud, black cloud in the showground, it's, it's some kind of sadness you can feel in the town. Like, yeah. it just, everything is slow. Everything is just, you know. And I think that's, that's the thing. The, the people who are in Sligo, who, the board now, they don't understand. What they see, they see, we have to run the club. We have to bring players. That's what they see. What I'm seeing is we have to make people uh, happier. Mm. And the only way you can make people happier is to give them that joy. They need that joy. And at the moment, it's not there. That's why everyone still remembers the 20, 2010 to, I think, 2013, 14 uh, period. Yep. But if you ask any player they sign, do they know anything about it? No, they don't. You know, there is one funny thing I, I, I read in the Bible, and that say everything about heritage. The way uh, Jewish... Uh, give their heritage is by telling their story. You tell your son, you tell your daughter, we're going to tell, we're going to tell, we're going to tell. Mm. And it keep going, and it keep going. It will never disappear. Even if you don't have a book, it will never disappear. That period of Sligo Rovers disappear. The young people now, they don't have a clue what's happened. The player who's coming in the, in the ground, in, in the showground, he doesn't have a clue. Is not even under pressure to win the league. It's not. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Be because for him, the only team who can win the league, based on his research, is Shamrock Rovers. Is Shamrock Rovers. Yeah. That's it. So most of them now, they come in Sligo. And expecting that if I have a good season in Sligo, I can move to Shamrock Rovers. And that's happened when we take football. And we don't understand what football represents to people. 100%. Like, it's escapism as well for a lot of people. You know, you go to the showgrounds on a Saturday night and that's your one thing for the week. And that, as a football fan, for a lot of people, it can make or break their week. Oh, oh yeah. And I think, I suppose, the other thing as well, like, before you came in and, like, Paul Cook came in and, and everything changed, we hadn't had much success for a long time either. Like, and I, I kind of put it down that period where I think, like, guys like yourself probably 
brought a different mentality to it. What What's your take on that? Like, what did you see that needed to be changed? Or how did you feel there was a flip from being very average to suddenly winning leagues and winning cups? I have to say, because me, I, I function more by my faith. I never wanted to sign for Sergo. Did not? No. I, 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 I still felt that uh, Jesus forced my way. He just forced. He said, you don't have a choice. You will do it. Why? Because... Uh, the first time I, I spoke with Sergio Overs, I said no. I spoke to them before the end of the season. I said, oh, no, 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 no. I don't like what they're saying. There is no point. I'm not going there. Then I started to speak with other clubs. And every time I agree with the club, maybe two or three days later, they came back to say, oh, sorry, Joe, we cannot go through. There is a budget. Oh, sorry, Joe, we cannot go through. We signed somebody else, you know. And I say, okay, you know what? I think I need to go outside. So I have a contact uh, in Belgium. It fell, it fell through again. So everything was made that, hey, you're going to sign for them or you don't play anymore. You better retire. <laughs> because <laughs> that's what I say. For me, I always function uh, based on my faith because I've listened I've listened what my heart tell me a lot and I pay attention of the sign around me so in some point I will say when, it's, when I say in some point so that means after six months <laughs> after six months battling to say no 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 I don't want I don't want finally I say okay yes okay I will sign I will sign on, <laughs> I will so sign I but <laughs> The one thing who made me, to be fair, the one thing who finally made me uh, sign for Sligo, because uh, to be fair, I, I, I really wrestling with Jesus there. I always try to do everything as me, but there I say no. I don't want, I don't feel it. Uh, they struggle to stay up um, now. And when I spoke with uh, some of the, the people there, they they their, their talk didn't really inspire me. I said, no, I will not do it. I will not do it. So after that, I said, no problem. You will retire if you don't, if you don't do it. <laughs> because, and it's true. Why? Because I have to be there for Sligo to experience a joy. That, that's why I felt we all have a purpose on this earth. It doesn't matter how bad sometimes we feel. It doesn't matter how weak we are. It doesn't matter the mistake we made. It doesn't matter the tough time we are going through. If we are not on this earth, there is something missing. That's just, it doesn't matter. You can be the most drug addict, but you have something that... All people on this earth will need because without you, this earth will not be the same. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. We all do bad things. But we have something that if you are not here on this earth, it will not be the same. There is something we're going to be missing. It doesn't matter when we're going to use that skill. But in some point, we need it. And that felt the same with Sligo that... I need to be there, not to make them win, but to help them win. 
because they could have won without me, maybe in another 200 years. Because I'm pretty sure there is some player who, who, who maybe is already born or already played for Sligo who going to bring another title. There is another player. But the only thing missing, everything was there, but the only thing missing in Sligo was me. So you can see all the pieces around, but the main piece we're going to make everyone is a little bit like having your body, but you don't have a heart. It will be difficult to function. Probably not going to work. <laughs> you you may work. talk. You may talk, but you're going to talk nonsense. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. That was good. <laughs> so, and it started to be my advisor came to me and say, oh, Joey, okay, you decide not to go to, to, go, to, go to Bohemians. You refuse. Because I, 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 I fell in Bohemians, I fell, uh, we're going to win the league again. Mm. But I never been, to be fair, I never been interesting to win the league. I was interesting to play the Champions League. But I knew to play the Champions League, I need to win the league. Mm. If I was able to play the Champions League without winning the league every year, I would do it. I can't. <laughs> you know? So, but I need the league to win the Champions League. So, at the end of the season, I have a, a, a conversation with, uh, with Pat Fenlon to say, Pat, you, you know. And he, he, was, he was dying to, to play the Champions League too, Pat Fenlon. And I say, we need players. We, you, you have to bring players for us to play Champions League. And I understood Pat because it was a budget. He didn't have the budget. Mm. The club couldn't buy into it. The, sometimes the club invests on wages. They don't invest on ideas. Wages is, you're going to take a player because he's good on the League of Ireland. You're going to give him a good wages. But how much this player will bring the revenue in your gate. How much? Yeah. So, they, that's what I'm saying. They don't think about the ideas. They yeah, think yeah. about the wages. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, this guy, is name. Oh, uh, we're going to... But because me, if I'm working with the club, to sign a player, I have to see, can you bring me to, the, to Europe? That's, if you cannot bring me to Europe, it doesn't matter how good you are. I will not sign you. Because I know it's going to be a, a waste of money. Mm. I will know that. So, <clears throat> he told me I don't have a budget. I try, I try, there is no budget. And I say, Pat, I cannot. Because I will not enjoy myself. I know we're going to win the league again. But I want more than a league. So, when my friend came back to me to say, you have to sign for Sligo. Because based on what you, you told me, the team you want, the kind of team you want, Sligo is the perfect team. I said, oh, no. <laughs> and then I, I told him, I think I will go back to, after four months, I think I will go back to Bohemians. He said, no, 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 no. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. And it was easier for me just to call Pat to say, Pat, I'm coming back. You know, he said, no, you cannot do that. He said, Joe, you cannot do that. We, we will see, if you don't want Sligo, we're still looking for. Then he came back 
uh, I think two weeks before I, I spoke with Slag, he said, I'm telling you now, it's the team you need. And then I decided to watch one of Sligo games. They were playing in, I don't know, in Dublin. And it was live on TV. So I watched it. But it's not too much Sligo I was watching. I was watching Richie Ryan. You watch what? Richie Ryan. Richie Ryan, yeah, yeah. So yes. when I saw him, I say, that's it. That's the team. Only him. It's and, magic. you know, Everyone around him didn't really understand his game. But his first touch, his vision, yeah. even when the people felt that it was a bad pass, I say, that's the guy. Mm. And then, bang, I signed. It's the thing with Richie, his first season or two, even the fans were on his back. And I think it was because the other no, players weren't it, up to his no, back. No, 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 no. They didn't it, see it, what it's, difficult, like, it's difficult to understand this game. I think because I was there, I was able... Because I have that ability, I was able to make other players understand Richie's game. Mm. I was able to, uh, to break down to them yeah. how Richie play. To explain to them that, first of all, when you play with Richie, don't expect him to look at you to give him the ball. Even he's looking on the left side, you on the right, be ready. He knows what's uh, Striker, it doesn't matter where he's looking at. Yeah. Make your own. It will see you, you know. So when when you start breaking down, because football is a language like any 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 other language, and when you start to understand it, it's easier for you to perform. So and I didn't do anything. That's what I'm saying. I didn't do anything. Um, I would say uh, amazing in the club. The one thing I've done the first day. Let's say the first game. I didn't play that first game, but the first game I was in the dressing room. After the game, I told them, we're going to win the league. Why? Because I need to change the perception. That, and that day, that day uh, we play against Bohemians. And I say, I'm telling you now, we're going to win the league. It was refreshing to hear that speech. Why? Because... For years, players didn't even mention. Like, that's what I'm saying. Dream, dream is free. Why yeah. you don't mention for it? Yeah. And uh, that day was a little bit too quiet in the dressing room after I said that. Because I can see all the eyes on me. Say, what's wrong with this fella? <laughs> like, you are here just uh, no You're... more than two days and you start messing, messing up with us. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know? So, and anyway, uh, one of the players just tried to cheer up. Yeah! I think, but after maybe 10 seconds, quiet. Who was it? Tell I, I don't remember. I don't remember who. He just like, yeah, I think we can do it. We can do it. <laughs> and everyone, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was the first step. And I say, okay, I will go in the second step. The next day, in the showground, uh, we have training session. We are in the grace room. Paul Cook came in the grace room to say hi to everyone and to tell us what we're going to do. And when he was about to leave, I said, uh, Paul, please, uh, I want to know, how much is the bonus uh, to win the league? 
everyone ears. Ding! No, Money! Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now you are talking. Now you are talking. Paul Cook, now, it's a little bit shaky. He didn't see that one coming. He said, um, I think the player already speak with the, with the club about the bonuses. I said, no, but no one mentioned about winning the league. They mentioned about the cup and things like that. I'm we need to know because if you want to do something, we need to know what's the reward. Mm. We need to know how much do we have for winning the league. And it's making it real. Yeah. And uh, it, now every eyes on Paul. Like every player just look, look at him. <laughs> and Paul say, okay, um, I need to speak to the chairman and I will come back to you. And I say, uh, Paul, uh, you better come back to me tomorrow because we, we want to know before the, the next game. I think you understand why. He said, yes. <laughs> and that's changed everything. Mm. Because now... Mentality, it? Oh, oh, yeah. Now, now we don't talk anymore about how we're going to do to stay in the league. Yeah. So now we talk about, hey, the goal is we're going to compete against the yeah. same guy we used to admire that, oh, no, they're another level. And that changed everything. Amazing. You know? So, and that's why for me it's a little bit sad that we try to put a, a culture in the team to bring success after success. Yeah. And then now that culture is not there anymore. When you see young players, even the academy, they have no uh, dream to win the league. It's to get a move, isn't it? It's not about being great anymore. Like, sometimes I see the attitude. Even by the attitude, I say the club is in trouble. Because when that young man will become the number one, what is he going to bring to the club? There is no culture. Yeah. And the only way, the only way a society can fail is when you don't have a culture. Because culture is everything. And when you don't have that culture, you cannot have a, a DNA. There is no DNA. If, if you ask, what's the DNA of Selgovers? There is no DNA. So the players are coming from left to right. But there is no DNA. And that is it's a big, big problem. Because when you see the last few years, how many budgets have been made? How many managers... They have more budget than what we used to have, and they have even lesser success. That what it's amazing. More money, less success. How is it possible? Because there is no culture. So, and when there is no culture, what we're gonna try to do every time we fail, we're gonna try to up the budget. We're gonna always try. In some point, what they try to do is we we're gonna get a player like Joey. They don't even know what Joey was doing in that dressing room. So how can like mm. how can you decide that uh, we're gonna try to get someone like Joey? It wasn't what I was doing on the pitch; it's what I was doing off the pitch. Yeah. Every player that they signed after 2010, every player they signed. When you get on that dressing room, you know that the only way 
I'm going to satisfy this guy if we win the league. It, it was very simple. Yeah. I, I didn't care about your wages. You can have a better wages than me. That's not my business. My business is I know what the people in Sligo... Can you imagine that the kind of proud people were in Sligo? Like, they can go in Dublin with Sligo over shirt yeah. and walk like they are the king and yeah. everyone respect them. 100%. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. People don't understand. Like, even players, they don't understand how much they make people's life amazing. I saw Sligo Rovers fans in Sligo walking like they are kings yeah. in Dublin. Yeah. And no one even said, who are you? They were just saying hi, hi. Yes, because we were the king in, uh, in the league. And you respect the king. When the king is coming, hey, head down. Yeah. Straight, straight away. We went to the, we went to in, in Tala. And even in Tala, Shamarova's fan respected our fan. No, no, no. He said, oh, don't piss them off because if you piss them off, Joey will do something. So don't, don't, don't piss them off. <laughs> don't, don't be, I, I love that respect that a big city yep. has for they call small city. That when we get somewhere, everyone knew Slago is town. And it's funny because that uh, rivalry with Dublin's team, especially Shamarovers uh, and uh, uh, Bohemians and all those guys, the way it came is by our football, not by our talking. Mm. And they didn't want to notice because on TV, they always try to, I would say, not give us too much credit. Yeah. And of course, that's, that's okay because who's Lego? You have to earn the right to do you that. You know, as well, yeah. so, and every time. You know, even when we won 5 0, they were always say that the opponent had the bad defenders. <laughs> no, we never had a great deal. Never. No, you're right, yeah. I remember we, we, we won against, in 2010, we won against Bray 7 1. And on the football show, the only thing they were saying, how bad Bray were. Mm. And I was just here, I say, <laughs> Do you know what, what it takes to score seven goals? So we didn't have that promotion. Yeah. And of course, that's another thing of the media. I'm going to talk one day because I felt that the media didn't do a job um, to promote this league. They, they promote other leagues, but not this league. Um, but we also know that we will have our chance to put records straight. And that chance came... Uh, in the semi-final against Bohemians. We knew that the game would be in Dublin, the game will be live, we're going to make a statement. We are. There's no two teams. I There's think, only one. I think that was as good a performance. Oh, now you're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh. The Piers, he scored that day, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, we outplayed them. Yeah. We outplayed them. Like, we were waiting or that, that's what I'm saying. When the opportunity came, we say, okay, you don't want to recognize Sligo Rovers as the best team in the league. You don't want to recognize Sligo Town as the best city in the country. Mm. Let's go in Dublin. And you need to go there because the crown were in Dublin. So you need to go there to take that crown. That's why we have to play Bohemians 
who were champion in 2009. Okay, we have to play them. And then in the final, we have to play another Dublin giant who will shamer over to put the course straight to say, hey, you were. Now there is a new sheriff in town. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, great times, man. Absolutely great times. Yeah. So despite, I suppose, all where you had a little bit of reluctance to come to Sligo, you stayed a long time. You oh, yeah. It. And that, that's, what, that's, what, that's why I always felt, you know, when, when you have that belief, you know, since I'm young, since I'm very young, I always have that relation with Jesus where I say, I give you my life. You do what is best for me. And trust me, sometimes it's not easy because sometimes we go in the opposite way. Of course, I'm pretty sure he's laughing because, you know, you're going to follow me anyway. You can, <laughs> you can go there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you'll be back. And then you'll be back because first, I didn't ask you to give me your life. You came yourself. I didn't force you. <laughs> I was just eating with my dad and then I heard you calling me. So I came and then I, <laughs> I came and you started to talk that nonsense that I give you my life, do what is good for me. Okay. Are you sure? And I said, yeah, of course I'm sure. So okay, no problem. No problem. Now, <laughs> I asked you to sign for Sligo, you start to talk nonsense to me to say, oh no, is this, is that. It's just to tell you how much because he knew something I didn't. And he, he knows me best than I know myself. You know? And he knows the kind of life I like. He knows what motivates me the most. And I remember something in my heart was telling me that I'm going to show you what is success. Because you thought that World Cup is success. You thought that having good wages is success. I will show you what is success. And that's exactly what it did to me in, in Sligo. Because for me, Sligo Overs was my Champions League. I wanted to play Champions League. And I didn't have the opportunity or the help. And, I did, and it felt that the emotion you will have in Champions League, you're going to have that with Sligo Overs. And that did. That's why I say for me, Sligo Overs is my Champions League. Because to win the league with Sligo Overs is the same emotion than to play in Champions League. Because when you see people so happy, like, I, I, can, I, can, I could have the biggest wages ever. But for me, I, I'm living, the memories I have is people's happiness. Like to see their smile, to see. And it's not like, you know, I'm not, uh, sometimes I'm a little bit shy when I don't know people. Um, the one thing only sometimes where I struggle is that I'm going town, everyone knows my name, and I don't know their name. Mm. Because I felt it's, it's good to notice people. To know their name, but unfortunately, I cannot know every name. Yeah, I yeah. want to, but I can. But it's just to have what I have in Sligo. Uh, that was my Champions League. I never, I never be so happy. Amazing. Never be so happy. And a funny story: three weeks after signing with Sligo, I'm in town, and then people start to say, "Hi, Joey. Hi, Joey." Very respectful, you know. Hi, Joey. Hi, Joey. Hi, Joey. And there were a woman with four kids beside me. She didn't say anything. The kid was just playing there. And everyone 
because I was in the in the red line waiting. Uh, hi Joey, hi Joey, hi Joey, hi Joey. And then suddenly that woman turned to me. He said, "Hi Joey." I said, "Hi." You cannot have that in Dublin, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sligo is a special place. And then she she started walking. I said, "Wow, I agree with you." <laughs> yes, don't mess with them, mate. Don't mess with them. Yeah, absolutely. Would you like a Sligo your club? I know you've like played for a lot of clubs. Is Sligo the one you have the affinity with most? I, I would say that uh, my favorite club is UCD. No. In terms of football, in terms of culture, because I think there's a... so because UCD, the reason why they are my favorite my my, my favorite club because their culture they have a culture is the only for me since I'm in Ireland is the only team I saw who has a consistent culture. It doesn't matter the result. It's a consistent culture. And I always wanted to play for them. Really? Yeah. But it's not what I want who's important. Because it's where Jesus wants me to go who's important. So, why? Because I felt that the only thing we're missing in UCD is me. If they had me with their culture, no one would have won the league again in this country. No one. Because I will have brought the knowledge of success. How to combine the culture and the success. Because that's why they're still missing. Mm. Sometimes when you see their player plays, they play fantastic football. But there is no desire. So there is no goal on that football. They don't mind to go down. Why? Because they, they never had someone who make them understand that you are playing the best football. But the reason why you don't have success is because someone is stronger than you, someone is faster than you. So as a player, you have to make sure that first you are playing good football, you have to be stronger, you have to be faster. If you are those two things, who's going to match you? No one. So they don't have that culture because when someone, when, when a student is signing there, they, have, they demand more from the college, university game than the league game. Mm. Like if UCD doesn't win in the uh, college game, it's going to be a disaster. Like they have to win every year. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, they keep their culture. But they, don't, they cannot bring the same spirit into the highest level. When it goes to the league, they say, oh, yeah, no, we just play, you know, uh, that would be fine. Let's take part. So that's what I'm saying, the culture. And the team who learn from it is Shama Overs. Because now Shama Overs has a culture, isn't it? Yeah. Before they were saying Shama Overs is a, is a great team. No. Some were a good team, a good club, until someone decided, oh, you know what? We need a stability. And for stability, 
it's not just about winning it's a style of play what style do we have based on our style of play we're going to bring certain players so we will not bring any more players because it's good does it suit our style of play so we put uh, um, i would say a football structure because most of the club they, they are putting a business structure they don't put football structure most of the time business people in the club doesn't have a clue about football they are good on bringing money on generate money getting sponsor that's what they are good at now football people they have to be able to bring the success on the pitch the same way that the business people are bringing the success off the pitch and that's the model you can see Shama over did and then when someone started to done it what happened? Bohemians took it. Because I guarantee you, maybe not this year, but next year, in the next two years, Bohemians are going to win the league. Yeah. I, I'm telling you now. Because behind the scene, they understood it and they start to put pieces. We're going to help them to stop Shama Overs. I, I, I guarantee you. Because there is, there is some move they made. And I look at it and say, yes. They are ready. And so you have Bohemians and then you have Derry. Yeah. Who also put that culture. When, when you see Derry's playing, the same way the first team play is the same way the academy plays. Mm. Same way. Yeah. So th that's why you see so many young players in Derry's first team. Because... Soon you get there. They know what they're doing. They're exactly. playing that way. Yeah. And then we go back to UCD. Yeah. That it doesn't matter. He plays in the college league and things like that. If he play in the Premier Division, they're gonna play the same way. Mm. Culture. Yeah. And that's a culture we don't have in Sligo Overs. We have business people, very good business people, but there is no culture. And when there is no culture, there is no memories. Remembrance. Very simple thing. We don't have in in Sligo Overs a media department who promote the team. Mm. One of the ideas I gave a few years ago, before all those things, uh, social media really go crazy, is we need Sligo Overs TV. And I explained to them, I say, listen, how many fans, Sligo Overs fans, living outside Sligo? And most of the time when we play in Dublin, the fan base Dublin, they are at number, the fan who's traveling from Sligo to Dublin. So if you give them something and a subscription to be every time attached with the club, that's going to generate money for the club. Mm. And also, they're always going to keep Sligo alive. Always. Okay? So, what also going to, going, to, going to remember? I saw that with Barcelona. You go in Barcelona, they have a subscription, you pay and everything. It's not too much based on the current, current uh, situation. It's all about the past. You always all those videos, all those players, all you know. Players so through, yeah. constantly, 
yeah, they so give you that and constantly. What the club is about and, exactly. And, yeah. So now, when they sign a new player, you know what you're gonna get there if you don't match those players. So what's Lego Rovers history? There is not. If you ask those players, ooh, even myself, when I came to Sligo, I didn't know much about those guys who were able to uh, win the league before me. I didn't. Why? Because there is no history. Because uh, uh, there is no, no one who would say, oh, you know what? We have to make our club a better and best club in the league. It has nothing to do with what you're doing on the pitch. It's that off the pitch, the name, the reputation, the culture. And based on that culture, because that's the one thing with the culture, how many managers you see the change since 2010? Very few. Now, every time they have a new manager, the culture stays. How is it possible? Because it's not the manager who brought the culture. The manager may bring his own style, but the culture is the culture. We play 4-3-3. You bring your own idea on the 4-3-3, mm. but the 4-3-3 is still the same. And the culture is, we don't want our player to be fear to get on the ball. So we don't want long ball. As a manager, you're going to be, if you, like, if, you, if, you, if you love long ball, don't sign for UCD. Because... If you do it one game, two, even the player going to look at you and say, uh, is he okay? <laughs> do, do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, when they have that culture, now they, they just bring people who are close to that culture to develop their players. But when you see in Sligo Overs, because there is no culture, we are taking manager based on the situation. And things are changing. Every oh, time. oh! Uh, now I think we are under pressure. We need this guy. Oh, mm. no, no! It, that's why it never work out. I get you. Yeah, I get you. Because you you have to remember, Sligo over didn't invest on the success they had. It was given to them for free. They didn't invest. They didn't get big money. No one can say, "Oh, we paid you away ten thousand a week." Or 5,000 a week. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. They didn't invest. Like, I didn't negotiate the contract. Why? Because, like I told you, soon in my heart, Jesus told me, that's where you have to be. When I went to negotiate with them, they offered me nothing, almost nothing. And I said yes. And they look at me and say, are you sure? That's what they asked me. Are you sure? Why? Because... In my heart is, you are not there to negotiate anything. Sign, go, and you will see. That's it. So, when I say yes, they say, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. We, <laughs> we got him on cheap. Can you imagine? We got Joey on cheap. I can't believe it. But I told, I, I told one of the, the guys, say, uh, you know, it's not that cheap. He said, why? I say, at the moment, it's cheap because you don't have, you never test success. Mm. The day you're going to test success, you're going to have to invest heavily. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you know? And that's why for me, I keep saying about the culture. Because where the, where the club are going now, it will be difficult and difficult in the coming years. Do you feel the academy will help that? Though? There has been... No. No? No. Because when there is no culture, the academy cannot do anything. 
The culture is the whole club. It has to come from the top down. So now the academy can only implement the culture. When, when you play for Shamar Rovers in the academy, you know the way they play, isn't it? Mm. So now you just look at the first team. That's where I want to go. That's where I want to play. That's where I want to play. The system of the first team is not based on the manager because we have the whole academy playing, playing the, the system. Yeah. So you already know as a player, even this manager is not there anymore. I will get there. We're still going to be playing the same way. Same way. Yeah. yeah. So, and we don't have it here in Slagovers. There is no culture of, I will say, discipline. Uh, there is no culture of the way we play. The last few managers who, who were in Sligo, everyone bring, brought his style of play. Everyone. Yeah. So, there is no consistency. And every time things will change. Things will change. And for me, that's the most difficult thing. Because there, there is so much opportunity in Slag Overs. So much opportunities. I think Slag Overs should be the best team in the country by far. Based on my experience in the league. Based on uh, the help Slag Overs may have, I think they should be the best, the best team by far. If they are better organized, uh, they should be. But it goes with the culture. At the moment, we don't have a culture uh, because all is based on the manager, all is based on the, the budget. For me, it shouldn't be based on that. You prepare the future for success or for failure. You are the one who preparing. If you see that you keep doing the same same thing over over again, and it's getting worse. Yeah. In some working. point, you have to just sit back and say, "Oh, that's too much money spent. How can we spend that kind of money?" And we cannot even challenge for the league. Look what's happened. I think two, is it two years ago last year when when uh, uh, when Slagovers finished third. Everyone were happy, like it was the best since yeah. you know back in Europe. For me, I can see a disaster that a team like Slagovers is, is happy with third. I say, what happened? Few months later, they decided to sack the manager yeah. because. There is, it's, it's like Shamo Rovers being happy not to win the league and people celebrating. You know, that's, that's going to be a disaster going forward. So every year, Slago Rovers should win the league, should go for the league. That has to be the standard. Exactly. That has to be the way you're thinking. Uh, under than that, less than that is a bad season. No, I love that. I love and that. everyone has to feel that pressure from the manager. The manager feels the pressure. The manager now is going to give the pressure to the players because if you, if you cannot give me that league, I'm going to get sacked. So before I get sacked, I'm going to sack you. <laughs> just, yeah. If you don't do what I ask you to do, I'm going to sack you. Yeah. So, but if you don't uh, uh, give that demand to players, to the manager, you sign the players, 
and you as a player to be good. No, I don't want you to be good. I want the league in this town, not for you. Because if you play well, you're doing good, you give me the league, you're going to leave. But my people are going to be happy, at least for a year. Mm. They're going to enjoy themselves, at least for a year. You can go, you've done your job, that's it. I'm looking after my people. I want the happiness to my people. That's why I pay you. So don't mess around with my people. It's not the money. It's my people. You play for your money. I'm work for my people. I want them to be happy. And that's, that's the culture we don't have at the moment in Sligo Overs. And that's where it's going to be a problem. I love your passion, Joe. I love your passion. It's not the passion. It's just the reality. Yeah, it's that it's, people need it. The mentality as well. we, we can see what uh, how, like we were saying before how much joy how yeah. much happiness yeah. and how much people were happy in, in Sligo how much the economy was booming yeah. why because Sligo hovers were shining so it's just to tell you what happened when Sligo hovers doesn't shine yeah. is a big trouble it's just the mentality of it as well like it's when you say you know you go in and you say to Koki What's the bonus for winning the league? Yeah, it's it's just raising the bar, it's yeah. changing how you're thinking about it. Rather yeah, than going like let's be happy with third. So how how can we go from challenge Shamarovers uh, uh, in the point where Shamarovers were pissed off to play against Sligoovers to the point now where when Shamarovers play against Sligoovers, the only question is how many are they going to score? Mm. And do you know what I think is really sad as well, Joe? It's like when we beat Shamrock Rovers, or if we beat them, it's like the highlight of our season. And I'm going like, why are we thinking like that? Why why are we going like, Jesus? If we get a draw against Shams, it's great. Or if we beat them, it's trust we, me, it's trust me. From from 2010 to 2013 or 14, every time Shamrock Rovers beat us, they were so glad. <laughs> and. For, for me, that was the highlight that, yes, you know what? Those guys, they worked so hard to win that game. Mm. They were so happy. And they were happy that they don't play us every week. They were so happy. Yeah. You know? So, it's just the, the understanding of what I'm good at. I always told my players that, listen... You will not get paid for things you cannot do. You're going to get paid for one thing you can do. You are great out. You, you may not pass the ball well, but you can tackle. And someone going to say, he's a great defender. I'm going to take him. Now we're going to deal with the passing later. But with him, I know that I will not concede enough goal. So focus on your, ta on your talent of tackling to be the greatest tackler ever. You may be a bad passer, but at least you are great on something. Yeah, yeah. You know, Working so. But I hope, I hope, I hope that we will not be in the situation in Sligo Overs that that's going to force the club to start uh, understand how important is the culture. Why? Because. When something has to be done, it will be done. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter uh, how much you try to delay it. I delayed my uh, uh, Sligo over sign signing for
for six months. But it happens. You know, so the boss say, if you don't sign for Sligo Overs, my friend, you're going to retire. Simple. No one will sign you. No one. You can, you, can, you can do something else. No problem. But playing football, I need you in Sligo because it's time for them to win the league and they need someone who's going to bring everything together. So if I have somebody else, I think that's the way I, 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 I saw Jesus' things. If I had somebody else, I wouldn't call you. So you better sign for them. So, <laughs> it's your job. It's your job. Sorry. Do what you have to do. And then if you want, just go where you want. Go no problem. Want. But those people need that league. It's not about football. It's to, because I always felt that that brings something new. The way young people look at themselves in Sligo after winning that league. I think they, they didn't, they felt that I don't need to go in the big city anymore to be successful. From here, I can make myself known to anybody. And, sure that, and that's why it was, you can feel that proud to say, finally, finally, we can speak, we can uh, sit at the same table uh, Dublin, Cork, Derry. We, now we can, and we, we can even speak louder than them. Yeah. And they listen. Hey, we don't want this. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, Slago. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and on that time, you start to hear that uh, because there's a one thing who really developed, who helped Slago is. The uh, tourisms is it tourisms? Um, discover, discovering Sligo. Oh, okay. It start to be huge. Why? Because based on what we are doing, even outside. First, people start to pay attention to the club, and then they felt that there is something even more amazing than the club, the nature. Mm. So you you start to see people coming just for visit. Yeah. Can you imagine from Everything. football now we, we yeah. start to go in life in how the economy gonna work and the revenue the hotels and everything people i have i know people now who bought houses in in riverstown in 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 sligo town because of football it lifts everything it lifts the whole area it lifts the county how how many times people traveling from mayo People traveling from, I know, because I, I've been in, uh, I work with uh, Akil Rovers. They were traveling from Akil to watch Sligo Rovers play. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, it's mad. That, we're we're and, talking yeah. about three or four hours. Yeah. But they, why? Because everyone here about the football. Everyone here about the culture. And I think we took that for granted. And we thought that is the money we're going to solve. Or we're gonna give people uh, happiness. We're gonna give people pleasure. No, it's what we're doing. What the player produce on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. It's like I used to love just going to see the games at that time because it was a joy to watch. Like it was just so much fun, you know. And just yeah, you look at it now and you go, God, you'd give anything to be back to those times and to have that again. Yeah. 
Oh man, it's incredible. I'm conscious that we're taking a lot of your time here, Joe. I'm going to ask you one more question. I know you've been guided by God a lot in terms of where you play and where you're going to be at a given time. Were there opportunities to play at England in England or play at a higher level or was there... Yeah, I had that opportunity before moving in Ireland. I had the opportunity to play in England and um, I couldn't get the war permit because the war permit on that time, you need, was it 75% games in national team on that year? Okay. And I didn't have, I think I had 45% of the games. And after that, that's where I signed in China. After, because I couldn't get the war permit, so I went in China. And even when, while I was in China, Ireland came. So I, I, the club refused, the club denied me uh, to move in Ireland during the summer because they said, no, 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 no. They, they wanted even pay the fee. They said, no, we don't want. So I have to wait at the end of season to move in Ireland. So it looks like Ireland were, were my destination. Why? Because since, since I started playing, I signed in Switzerland. Since the first day in Switzerland, it was just constantly in my heart that you have to learn English. And I never. I was just saying, come on, come on, man, give me a break. I just want to play football. Just give me a break. <laughs> but it was just, you have to learn English. You have to learn English. And when I started to see how my career were going, like I play in Dubai, you need English. China, you need English. So everything was made for me to end up where? In Ireland. And I wouldn't change for nothing. No? No. If the opportunity came back, like no. if, if somebody in England came in now and you were having your time again and somebody said, here, you can come and play in the Premier League. No, I wouldn't. No. It doesn't matter if they decide that we give you 200 million. I wouldn't. I, I would, I'm telling you now, I wouldn't. Why do you say that? Because the, the 200 million can make me lose myself, can give me unhappiness. Uh, I think everything I've been through is to live the moment I'm living now with those guys. Like, I'm content and so happy on what I'm doing. Of course, am I earning as I should? No. But just to see uh, a player, you work with a player for a year, two years, you can see how the way developed as a person, the way developed as a player, is a process that I understand why our mom has those relations with us. Because when she carries you in her womb, my dad always told me, it doesn't matter how much I love you, I cannot love you more than your mom. Because there is something she felt that I never felt. And that's why she can be harsh on you. That's why she cannot take certain nonsense. Because for her, she always say, can you imagine? After all I did, I have to carry, I have to carry this nonsense guy for nine months. And then now, you answer me the way you answer. <laughs> you know? So, for me, I always felt 
it's a little bit like uh, a bird. The, car the football career is a little bit like a bird. And more is getting closer. The labor starts. And the labor is painful. And that painful is the decision you have to make always. Should I eat this or not? Should I wake up now? Uh, should I put my phone down uh, to go to bed? Uh, should I get the rest? Oh, uh, I think I shouldn't go in that party with my friend. Because people are going to start looking like a strange person. Why? Based on the decision. And that has to take a lot from you. That's why I say the labor. And because of that labor, the pain of that, when you sign that contract, You know, like the joy is just, oh, no, no, no. I'm, that's, that's I'm, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. That's, that's the only feeling. I'm, I'm the greatest. You know, I'm the greatest. And then you are proud to tell your story. Yeah. You are proud. That's why I say I wouldn't change for nothing because I'm so happy of what I'm doing. So, so happy. Uh, before I signed for Sligo Overs or before I came in Ireland, if you ask me, I would say, I want in England, I want in Spain, I want in, in the big club because I want to win the Champions League. I want to win this. But the one thing I always felt is, if I didn't sign here in, in Ireland, how people, how fans will I watch what the other fans in Spain were watching was with Ronaldinho. They have the same stuff that Ronaldinho was doing there. I was doing that here, and it was cheaper. <laughs> oh, yes. Class. <laughs> On that note, I, do you know what? I've always said my favourite people to watch are Joey and Doe and Ronaldinho. I've always said that. I love the entertainers. Um, Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure. I better wrap it up or we'll be here all day. I could listen to you all day. And I love as well like that you're just such great thoughts on life as well. It's not even just football. It's absolutely amazing. So thank you so much for your time. I really thank appreciate you. it. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, we better, we better wrap it up with that. I'll be here all day. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that's Joey and Doe, the one and only. I hope you enjoyed that. We will be back again next week speak to you soon that is it guys two part episode with Joey and Doe wrapped up I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did I thought that was absolutely incredible I hope you got something from it I hope you enjoyed it and um, I will speak to you again very soon cheers <laughs>